Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I am Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Hello. Happy early slash belated Easter because yep. we're recording before Easter, but this will go out after Easter. So yep. happy Easter. I hope you found all of the eggs. Jesus is dead. He hasn't risen yet. No. He will, though, tomorrow or yep. slash yesterday. Yeah. Depending on when you, or weeks ago, depending on when you listen to this. <laughs> is anyone uh, even, is there even any Easter going on this year? <laughs> I mean, I just like within your own home. And it, I, maybe it's like Christmas where you just keep Easter in your heart uh, all mm-hmm. year round. <laughs> you just live Eat on. your Cadbury eggs. Yeah. In quarantine. Yeah, exactly. I got a, I got a box of Cadbury eggs the other day. I made an Easter basket. <laughs> So I guess technically, I mean, just make sure the bunny stays six feet away from you. Don't let him into your house to hide eggs. He has to hide them outside. And then when you look for them, if you look with other people, just stand six feet apart. Yeah. Mm. Leave them at the door. I bought a ham. (laughs) (laughs) So we're still going to try to make some kind of Easter dinner. But I don't know. It's weird. This is like the first holiday, though. Yeah. Yeah. Since I started. I feel bad because, like, I got a, you know, young niece and nephew and, like, we can't have an Easter egg hunt for them this year. No. Yeah. Uh, normally, like, I'll dominate the adult Easter egg hunt, uh, my family thing. So I'm giving everyone a, a reprieve this year so I don't have to get destroyed at me being better than them you at finding adult eggs. Easter egg hunts? Well, yeah, because like, we don't have kids in the family anymore. Uh, so, like, my mom will go out and hide eggs, like, in the morning and then... Or while people are just like congregating at, you know, the preamble before lunch and stuff. And then after lunch, we'll go walk around. Interesting. And try to find it. And it's like, there's little slips of paper in there. My mom makes little goodie bags. So like your egg will say like five and you get the bag that says five and it's got, you know, a movie theater box of candy and a lottery ticket and, you know, Hershey Kisses or whatever. Yeah. Some of them have money. You should just put like the little, um, little like shots of alcohol in them. Yeah. You know, we usually try to do that. Spice things up. Just something yeah. fun to do. Yeah. So, and that's going to instead get replaced by, like, a call, probably. <laughs> if that. With the, which would suck. I'm, my my family doesn't do anything. Oh, well, they go to church, but I'm not religious anymore, so. Yeah. They don't do anything. Are they, like, do you know if they have, like, church services online? Like, is their church doing a. Like I a, don't know. You watch this YouTube video of the sermon that we recorded from our living room? My guess would be. That they probably have one pre-recorded. Yeah. Um, they're all like they're super technological church. Like they have like a sound and light system and stages and stuff like that. Sick. Um, so like and like my my family runs the sound usually. Mm. Um, but they also record their stuff and like they put it um like broadcasted on the in the lobby for like babies who you know, like people like yeah it's like the, the babies, crying room right, or whatever. Right. Um, I've so, I've seen like that some churches the priests are like doing their sermons in the church but they're like streaming them on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's so their congregation. Yeah, as long as they're doing that and it's not like some of the ones in the south that are like, no, we should still hold church because I mean we'll just because we'll God will protect us from the virus. Yeah, and then you see the news story like five days later that like fifty people from the congregation all got <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, obviously worship in your own way. You can worship wherever you want. Um, and worship safely. Yeah, exactly. That's what's that's what's important. Um, but we're not doing Easter egg hunts or not going to church. We're playing video games. So, Joe, <laughs> what did you play this week? 
Uh oh, uh, this week I got uh Final Fantasy you, Seven. Wait, remake. were you not prepared for that question? No. <laughs> You're like, uh, oh, oh, did oh I... this week? Me? Uh yeah, well uh, it it came so suddenly. Um, That's true. But at, well, I, I was actually surprised. I was surprised that I got my Final Fantasy VII because originally I had gotten a thing saying like I wouldn't be getting it until like Tuesday, you know. Yeah, yeah, because you switched from in store to online. Uh, oh yeah, but they also said yeah the online shipping would be like longer, and then I wasn't sure if like the stores would actually be open, so I was like ah, I probably should just switch to online just in case like. I don't know if I'll be able to pick it up in store or at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they said like it wouldn't arrive until you know it would be delayed for like four days afterwards. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, well, I guess I'll play it, you know, the next week. But then like on Friday, I got an email saying or like a message from UPS or whatever the fuck it was saying your package will be delivered today. So I was like, oh, all right, that's good. Yeah, sick. Yeah, that's nice of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I looked out and got that uh, and started playing it. Um, I didn't play too much because I only had it for a couple hours yesterday. Um, yeah, and obviously, we're like we said earlier, we're recording a day earlier than we normally would. So, but doesn't yeah, give you the full Saturday to play Saturday it. To play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're recording Saturday, uh, early Saturday. Um, for Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only pretty much played the stuff that was in the demo that I had already played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played a little bit more afterwards just to kind of get a little farther along, um, but nothing very extensive. Like, it was basically just minor story stuff, like no real gameplay. It was just kind of walking around and talking to people, Mm -hmm. you know, fighting or anything. Um, So I don't really have much to say in terms of anything new. Uh, I will say the game, I don't know if it's necessarily that... uh, I've already played it, so I did better, but the game seems easier than the demo was. Yeah, I'm having the same situation. Where, like, I feel like either I, I knew what's going on, so, like, I know what we're supposed to do and how the mechanics work better, but, like, the, like, boss battle at the end of the very first chapter was, like, a, a half as short as it was in the demo. Do you think they made it easier because they heard the feedback from the demo? I mean, granted, the demo didn't come out that long ago, but you could have a day one patch that, yeah. you know, turned the difficulty down. I don't know. I think, it, it, like, Joe and I were talking about this yesterday, too, and saying that, like, maybe they just padded out because they wanted people to play the demo longer so they could, like, get a hang of this, uh, the mechanics. Maybe. But, yeah, like, I think they, I, I remember when we talked about me playing the demo, I said I felt like the demo felt artificially hard. Mm, yeah, I do remember that. Like, it like, kept the boss kept jumping to the wall and like, it was just dragging the battle out for no reason. And it just seemed like you're no matter how much you hit it, that you didn't do significant amount of damage. Yeah. Um, so I felt like the demo seemed like it was kind of like artificially hard. Um, so I think that might've been it that what John was saying, like they just kind of made it harder just to make it feel longer. And then that way you feel like you got a little bit more out of the demo than the actual thing. Um, or, you know, it could just be that I knew what I was, had more concept of what I was doing, so I was able to actually effectively fight a lot better. But uh, it definitely did seem like it was a lot easier in the actual game than it was in the demo. Oh, well, I mean, do, is that a good thing for you? Like, so that way it doesn't seem like it's just arbitrarily harder for the sake of being hard? Or is this going to be like a Pokemon situation where you're just like, oh, it's just too easy. I'm just too good at the game. Well, it's not. 
Yeah, it's 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 easier than in the demo, but it's not easy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. still having like a decent difficulty beating a boss because it's a boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like just I was just mashing buttons and winning. Yeah, uh, I had to like jump out and heal a bunch of times and stuff. Yeah, I, did. I, I wasn't just like, I'm crushing this. I was just like, oh, it just seems like it's not as long necessarily than it is as hard. Is there a difficulty setting or is it just you just jump in and play? There's three difficulty settings. Okay. Well, there's, there's, two, a, there's two difficulty settings and, a, like, a gameplay mode different. Yeah, like, classic mode. Which, oh, okay. But classic mode plays on the easy difficulty setting, so. Gotcha. What are you guys playing it on? The normal. Like, yeah, normal. The way it was made. Gotcha. Be played, I guess. Well, like, in the, in yeah, the yeah. intent of the creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a regular. Yeah. And I'm sure there was three options, and normal was the very bottom, so my guess is, like, once you beat it, it'll probably unlock a harder option. Yeah. It's probably super... Super difficult mode. Yeah, I'm sure. Whatever in-game nomenclature they want to use. Whatever the hardest thing is. Whatever the hardest battle is of the Buster Sword is the name of the mode. Yes. Or whatever. Bust, buster mode. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's the sword? Yeah, the Buster okay, Sword. See? I know. Yeah. I've, 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 I've learned things about Final Fantasy VII in the 20-plus years that it's been out. Yeah. <laughs> somehow it's permeated my brain. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, strange. So... But, I mean, obviously, so, John, what did you think of it? Because you, you also picked it up yesterday. Yeah. But you had a different pickup experience than Joe did sure where he did. got his uh, mail to his house. Yeah. So I went and GameStop called me on Thursday to, like, let me know that they're still being open and, like, gave me very specific instructions on what to do. Bring mm -hmm. a credit card and your license, and that's the only thing you can buy, and you don't have to stand outside the store. Um, they weren't letting people in. Yeah, no browsing. No looky-loos. No. So I went to the store at 10 because that's when i thought they opened but they didn't open until noon so i had to somehow kill two hours of time outside in the wild with um, nothing open with nothing open except for the grocery store so yeah. i went grocery shopping um and then i went back at noon and there was like a line of people outside doing their social distancing thing which was nice and obvious um but then there was like the typical people who like show up and didn't have it pre-ordered and like there was a couple that were like yeah we didn't have it pre-ordered can we still get a limited one I was like, no, but like we're only open for people who pre-ordered it. And they're like, well, we still want it. He's like, fine, like sit down and let me deal with the, like the people that are in line first. And, yeah. Like, then I'll. Well, I still feel like you should probably be able to to pick one up because it's the same process. They just scan your game in, swipe your credit card, and you're good. Like it. Right. But well, like uh, I've went to Best Buy, and you can still buy stuff at Best Buy, but you have to order it online first. Like you can't just roll up and say, "Hey, can you give me this item?" Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't do the pickup and store thing, which was like plastered on their their door. It said like, "Buy the shit online, and then call us when it's complete, and yeah. then we'll give it to you." Yeah. And so they're like, "If do I have to just do that process, or can you just give it to me now?" And well, also, they were asking for the limited one. Like, that, that yeah, should be a the, no asking for the limited is stupid. Yeah. Um, and granted, if this was like, if you just rolled up to GameStop today and was like, "Yeah, can I have a copy of uh, Princess Peach on the DS?" They'd be like, "No, go away." But like, I could understand being like, "It's launch day. We have a stack of them at the counter. Yeah. I'll just scan one and give it to you." Well, but, Joe didn't pick up his limited, so I'm sure that's the one that went to that couple. Yeah, I guess. Um, and then a dude showed up like wanting to buy a points card. Like, he just saw, like, a line of people outside the store, and he was just like, oh, are you guys open? And the guy was like, no, like, we're, we're here for this release because it's a game people have been longing for. Yeah. He's like, well, I just need a points card. He's, like, making, like, a box with his fingers. He's like, it's, like, this big, and it's for, like, this game. The guy's like, no. Who needs a points card? You can buy points on your system. <laughs> I know. 
Or I mean, it could. It's probably for like oh. Roblox or something. Oh, I was thinking he wanted the GameStop points card. Oh no no no! <laughs> and I was like, what? Why do you need a, like a power up rewards card right now? No, you're you not need, buying like, anything. A Roblox card or something oh, gotcha. Like that. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Force um, whatever the Star Wars game is. Um, but like the guy was like, no, like we're only yeah. open for this. He's like, maybe if you do the like online thing, like sure. But like we're dealing with these people first, and like that's the only reason we're open. But I feel like you could buy that online, and it just gives you the like code. Like if you bought it from Best Buy or GameStop, it would just like email you the code to put into your system to get your fifty bucks of whatever currency. That would be my guess too. But like, yeah, that's how it works. You have yeah. pick up the thing. If you buy a code like that on the place or the GameStop website, you have a thing called like your your digital uh, locker. Digital locker. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. And it puts it in the locker and then you can just go and access the code. Yeah. But still, like other stores are open. Go to Walmart or like Target and get it yeah. there. Like you don't have to go to GameStop. But they were like very specific about only using your credit card. And the oh, yeah. guy in front of me brought a debit card and uh, a gift card. And the guy was like, sorry, man, I can't take your debit card. And he's like, well, it's debit credit. Just hit the cancel button. And he's like, I legally can't hit that, that button. Like, yeah. this is a directive from the head of the company and yeah. the law. Like, we're not even supposed to be open. So, sorry, dude. The guy, like, made a big stink about it and, like, huffed away. I mean, it's, it's the way of the world. I mean, honestly, he could just go. And unless he had the limited, you just go and say and just buy it online and do a regular pickup. And then, like, you can just enter your own debit slash credit card information on the website and then, like, just cancel your pre order when this is all over. Well, and I was also thinking he was paying with half credit card, just go to Target and buy a GameStop credit card or a gift card, rather. Yeah, right. Like, you can buy those at CVS. Like, go to another store and buy a yeah. gift card with your money. Mm. But whatever. He stormed away and made the employee feel bad. Um, but I didn't have any issues. I just gave the dude my license and credit card. And yeah, you're not an he idiot. Was, he was he was super nice, and I thanked him many times for staying open so that we could get our game and got my pre-order bonus and everything, and left without being an asshole or an idiot. <laughs> what a world! God but forbid. How you how you enjoying the game? It's good. It looks gorgeous. It's on two Blu-rays, which is pretty crazy. I mean, I think GTA is the only other game that's on multiple. Uh, Red Dead. Red Dead as well. So yeah, both. Well, Red Dead's like games. an install disc and a play disc. Well, that's the way this is. Too. Okay. One's that it's like straight up says, says like data disc, and the yeah. other one says play disc. Um, but it is gorgeous. Um, I'm having a similar situation to Joe, where I like blasted through the first opening, and then I was like, okay, that's cool. Like I had also gotten it right around lunch, so I was like, I'll I'll pause to eat lunch, and then. I ate lunch and then was like, oh, it's 2 o'clock now. The stuff from Call of Duty's worked over, and then I just play Call of Duty for the rest of the day. <laughs> Fair. Um, but it's also the new season of Call of Duty, which mm-hmm. is more, in, not more important, but like that's my time waster, I guess. Mm-hmm. And now that I can jump in from the get-go, like you unlock these rank progressions. So every time you go up a level, you have a new challenge that you can do. Um, whereas when I jumped in before I couldn't like, they were all kind of right there. Yeah. I didn't specifically try to get one. I was just trying to play catch up. So now I can aim for like specific ones. Like there's get an X amount of kills with a gun, zero weapons or mm-hmm. 333 kills with three attachments. Um, so I've been doing that and there's new, um, there's new characters or heroes or whatever they're called. Uh, operators. I operators. Think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the like, generic operator now has missions to them which they didn't in the other seasons which is nice hmm. um and they unlock and a, and a fun fuck ton of like skins yeah they unlock different countries um 
military garb. Oh, cool. For the, the standard yeah, know, yeah. blanket character, the mill operator, military operator. Um, I don't know if there's there's only like eight of them, so it must be like countries that are in the game. like the Yeah, probably. Um, so like the U.S. is obviously one of them, but then there was like North Korea was one of them as well. Um, oh, fun. Yeah, so I've been North playing Korea the crap or South Korea? I think it's actually North Korea, because I think that be the, the... South Korea is not involved in the modern warfare. Yeah, it'd be the war that we'd be fighting, I guess, would be against the North Koreans, not the South Koreans. No, they're our friends. Yeah. But, uh, slash yeah, our military it, bases. <laughs> it did a... There is one thing about this, Adam, that you would actually probably be a little interested in. The, the new character, like, each of the seasons has a, like, main operator that's introduced kind of thing. Yeah, like last uh, season was Ghost. Yeah, uh, this one is uh, it's the guy from the campaign that died at the end. Remember how we talked about this? There's a the final fight, and then the guy stays behind to detonate the bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, the guy who definitely didn't need to do that. No. Yeah, and we <laughs> and we were like, why the hell is he doing it? The fight is over. Like, yeah. they can just leave the building there and not blow the building up, killing a person inside of it. Or you uh, just turns like out. Set- C4 on the outside and hit it with a rocket launcher. Like, there's plenty of, there was plenty of other ways to do it. You didn't need to Bruce Willis arm again this shit. Well, it turns out he survived. Sans uh, a leg. (laughs) But he's missing a leg. So he's now there just with a prosthetic leg. Wait, so he survived the explosion, his, like, big sacrifice moment, and only sacrifices a leg from the knee down? Yeah. How did he Uh, lose uh, just the leg? Oh, above the knee. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you would take it above the knee. Um, But, like, how? How did he like? If he's in the middle of the explosion, how did only his leg not survive? I mean, Literally, maybe something fell on his leg, and the, he the, was burned, but he cured his burns, but he couldn't cure a leg. I, I guess, yeah. The uh, the opening cutscene, uh, they like provide like a little story cinematic between yeah, yeah. when he started up. The opening cutscene is Ghost saying like, "Oh, I'm like pinned down. I need help. Somebody sent backup." And they go, "Oh, backup's there." And then. The guys get sniped surrounding Ghost, and then he stands. The the I don't remember what his name is. Uh, he like stands up and dumbass. He's like, yeah, <laughs> dumbass stands up, and then Ghost is like, "Dumbass, I thought you were dead." He's like, "Nope, I'm not." <laughs> so they don't explain how dumbass survived. No, no, they they just explain that dumbass saves Ghost. Yep, yep. It's also the same animations as like the like, the walking animations and stuff. So, like, he's still bending his non-knee to move his prosthetic leg. And I'm just like, nope, that's not how prosthetic legs work. Like, well, yeah. it does in the future modern you, warfare. You can't control. It, it is, it's not like a super fancy robot leg. Like, it's just a peg leg. <laughs> yeah. No. It's just it's like, like, a, your, it's it's like your one of those blades. Prosthetic legs. No, no it's, it's just, like, yeah, a, it's just like a like bar. From, uh, oh. Tiger King. Oh, like the dude from Tiger King. Yeah, where it's got a little cup and he puts it on. But, like, yeah, yeah. that dude didn't walk normally because he had not real legs. Like... Huh. Yeah, but this is like future. They have futuristic military tech. Like, it could look, you know, inconspicuous, but be way more state of the art than you realize. Again, a cutscene would explain all of this, but no, it's just uh, I'm I'm not dead. And then, like, okay, cool. You should be though. You're an idiot. He's also way more vocal than any of the other characters. So, like, I don't know if Joe, if you've been playing him, but um, he like every time you reload, he says "rotating magazine," like super loud. I'm like, dude. There are other people around. They can also hear you. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed the generic one talking more than they did previously. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if that's just an update for the season. 
Maybe. Well, and like we were talking the other day, Joe and I were like, "What? What do the quips do? Like, you can unlock a quip." Yeah. Um, but actually, they—it's what they say when they do the um, assassination, the like oh, from behind kill thing. Gotcha. Um, and they added a couple of those. One's a dog now. Um, I did see that. That one of the super kills is a dog, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yep. I think it'd be more fun if you, the dog was running around with you. Well, there there is a character that has a dog. That it's supposed to be with you, but he's your assassination. Yeah, so yeah. now it's available for everyone. Yeah. Like in the um in the loading screen, the dog is like next to you. Oh, that's cool. Um, but like I unlocked a assassination that was just like the most simple thing. He just spins the dude around, stabs him in the neck, and then just pushes his face down. <laughs> it's just like, no. <laughs> it's all it would take. So what go. about you? What have you been playing? Well, before before we move on to me, Joe, I I pivoted to John for Final Fantasy. Did oh, you play yeah. anything else? Sorry. I didn't want oh, to. Uh, just Call of Duty, same yeah, as okay. okay. The new the new season started up, and I was like, "Well, new season, might as well keep doing it." Wow. Um, but now, like me and John went to play uh, yesterday, and he's like twelve levels higher than me, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Now I'm the one behind. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I played a bunch of Call of Duty as well. Although I was a little pissed because like the new season started, and granted, like I don't have the battle pass. I'm just doing it to like kill time and use the free one and eventually if if i play enough i think i can unlock enough money to buy a battle pass without having to actually spend any money because i think even in the free tier there's enough where i think if i do everything in two seasons or like not the next season or the season after i'll have enough to buy the next battle pass but by then the new call of duty will be out probably it it gives it gives you enough to buy a battle pass well, if, if you buy if the battle pass to start, yeah. if you're the if the free one like I have, you only get like three hundred points. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because I, so I don't know how the free one tiers. works. Yeah, oh. the free one is basically just like every five tiers of the regular battle pass is something you can unlock. So there's only like three hundred CP yeah. per free battle pass. But like, I mean, what is it? Ten bucks? Like, it's not that big a deal. But yeah. it's also a thing where I'm just like, it's, I'm just playing this to kill time. Like, I'm not super investing in it so i'm trying to do some of the challenges but i'm mostly just playing around to play uh i did have my most kills ever in a battle royale this week i had seven nice. i was very uh i was very happy with that what place are you coming uh i don't remember i think it was it was top 15 but like once you get down to the small nitty-gritty it's just i'm not i'm not on that level of those people that are gonna win well and also you're like not used to playing like a specific loadout for too long no but that's the thing like i can i get the loadout drops and i have my loadouts that i like all set up anyway so that's not a big deal well I'm, what i'm saying is like those people play the multiplayer as well so like they're, they've been playing these guns for hours yeah. against multiple opponents as opposed to like the battle royal where you're like not yeah. quite sure if you're going to see people or not you know yeah i was really pissed though there was one where like i found a building i had a loadout that i liked and i was like you know what it's kind of in the middle of the circle when the circle was big we're just gonna hang out here like it's yeah. fine. I'm technically still working, so I'm like doing work and just like camping. It's, it's whatever. The point is survival. I'm gonna try to survive. I'm not trying to go out here and get kills and wander around the map. So uh, it was a two level thing, and I'm standing on like a like a boiler almost. And one guy walks in below me. I shoot him, kill him. Next guy comes in, well, you know, a little bit later. He's looking at all the loot that's still left down there from the other dead body. I light him up. I'm like, gosh, this is easy. They're just going to walk in here. There's only, like, two doors that can come in on my level. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see them before they see me. Uh, and then, like, the circle just kept getting smaller. And I just kept staying in the middle of it, like, no matter which position it was in. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm not leaving. No. This is great. <laughs> so I get down to, like, the top 20. And some dude walks in the front door 
of the level I'm on and I light him up and I'm like, okay, well, I better go shut that door because that this is my trap. Like they think no one's in here because the door is shut. Right. And as soon as I get down, there's a guy in the building across the way uh, who shot me. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> and I like saw the kill cam and it was he watched that other dude walk in, get killed, Die. and then me jump down yeah. to get it. And I was like – Son of a bitch. Like, I should have just been content. I had plenty of ammo. I, I got greedy. I wanted you to lose his cocky, body. Kid. Yeah, I wanted to lose his body. I was I was stupid. Uh, and I won't do that again. If I'm if I'm in a camping round, I'm just going to continue camping. Uh, you know, loot be damned. Yeah. Uh, shutting doors is, like, a, the biggest giveaway in a lot of this thing. Like, uh, I had an instance where, like, a dude was on, like, the other team. And... I like kill the guy. I saw him like walk past. I just like reached over and shut the door, and he opens the door, and I shut it again. And yeah. He opened it again. And I was just like, "You're cool. I'm just gonna let you live. Like that's fine." So we like opened and shut it maybe three or four times, yeah. and then I just put a claymore down and just walked away. Yeah, I was like, it's, "You're that's how you got it down." Yeah. Um. So yeah. Although I was I was uh I was pissed earlier because they in the new season they added quads, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. Like it's nice that they have another option." And so I was playing one afternoon and I had two people to play with me and uh, we couldn't play trios. And I was like, you took out trios to put in quads. Thanks a lot, guys. And then just yesterday or two nights ago, they were like, okay, trios is back too. So now there's one, three, and four, which is good. Yeah. But, well, and at least they're listening too. Like, yeah. A lot of the stuff is like actually being updated for the positive. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, originally there was, a, I think, the update for one of them, it looked like they got rid of Solo. I was like, no, I don't take solo away. That's like the only way I like to play. Yeah. I just want to play that mode. Uh, but then they hit it like in one of the playlist things, like in a sub menu. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, but now they're all there down. right at the start. So uh, that's nice. Um, so I played a little bit of that. Um, and then I downloaded a demo for a game on Switch called Fitness Boxing. Just because I, I was like looking for something and I can't get Ring Fit Adventure still because it doesn't exist in the world. Yeah. Um, so, you know, being stir crazy, stuck at home, I was like, you know what, let me uh, let me try this demo out. Let's see what it's like. And it was actually really fun. Um, I mean, you there's like daily things. You, like you can set your own workout schedule. There's like daily workouts that you can do, even in the demo. Like I get three days of daily workouts and 10 like other workouts as part of like the basic training or like cardio plan or whatever and it's just like it's punching it's a rhythm game essentially but with punching that Uh, sounds awesome yeah i granted like the full game's 50 bucks so i i don't know if this was any other period of time in my life i'd be like i'm not spending 50 dollars on a fitness game because i'm never gonna play it right but like now when i'm stuck at home like might as well i'm like i don't go to the gym so i'm not like usually looking for a like a workout i'm not like a a fiend for working out or anything but i was like it gets me off the couch for a little bit like i broke a sweat you know that's all you can really ask for Uh, but it was kind of fun like it's worth checking out the demo for it what was it called uh fitness boxing (laughs) simple enough very straightforward (laughs) very to the point um and like the songs in it are stupid it's just like normal pump up like one of uh, there's like stronger by kelly clarkson and like some lady gaga song because you unlock them oh they're actual songs Yeah, yeah well it's you don't hear the singing it's just like the beat which is fine because it basically it wants you to bounce uh, back and forth between your front and back leg. And then that you're doing that with the punching. So it's like a cardio kickboxing class, I guess, but yeah. with no kicking, obviously. And you're just holding the Joy-Con in your hand like you wouldn't normally would. Uh, but it was pretty cool. Like I'm definitely going to do all three of my daily workouts and I'm going to do all 10 of my free other things. And then you know, we'll see from there. Maybe I'll buy the – I don't know if the demo 
stuff carries over or not, but it doesn't really matter. No. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I might pick it up. It was actually kind of fun. And it doesn't, it's not a thing that requires a lot of movement because you're just punching straight ahead of you. So, like, you really only need a small amount of space. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about, like, doing anything crazy or needing, like, the whole living room the way you do with some other, you know, workout or VR or anything like that. Um, But I did see, too, that uh, Beat Saber put out a free song called Fit Beat or, like, Fitness Beat, which is basically designed as, like, a workout song within Beat Saber that's available on, like, PlayStation and Oculus and all that. That's cool. Um, Cool. Yeah, so I might download that, too, just as, like, a keep your body moving as you, you know, sit on the couch for you know, 20 hours out of the day or 16 hours out of the day or whatever it is. So, you know, I'm just trying to keep active and change things up a bit, do some things I wouldn't normally do. Cause like I said, in like, any like other that. period of time in my life, would I ever buy a fitness game on a switch or anything else? Yeah. Uh, but I'll stop short of dark souls with uh, the, Oh, the ring. I don't have it ring. Don't have yeah. one. I would do it, but I can't, don't have one, can't find one. So, you know, other things, I'm not going to go as far as getting like the Zumba games. No, thank you. Uh, I did see this before. I did see just dance was like 50% off. And I'm like, no, I don't even want that. That's not, (laughs) I'm not that desperate. Okay. I'll do boxing because at least that's like, you know, transferable to something that I could do in the real world. Like I'm not just dance dancing ever again. Granted, I'm not probably boxing either, but you know, it is what it is. So just mixing things up a bit, trying to change quarantine from day to day. Is this a first party Nintendo game too? It's Cryware made it. Um, it does kind of look like the Wii Fit trainer yeah, almost. Well, and usually demos are like from at least first or like second party. Companies. I mean, it's definitely, I think it's a Switch exclusive at the very least. I don't think it's a, available on PlayStation or anything like that. Uh, and they have like two player modes in the main game I, from what I could see. Uh, and like, I wasn't, I don't have my dock, uh, with like with me when I have my, when I'm playing my switch. Yeah. Um, so I just like set it up on the, like the lid of a trash can and was just punching in the air. Uh, so imagine near is the developer. Hmm. Yeah. I know Cryware was in like the, the menu, but, uh, definitely worth checking out, especially if you're looking for an excuse to move your body a little bit. Probably uses the cry engine. Yeah, probably. Move your feet to the beat. Yeah, it's uh, it's not too bad. So. Oh, it's the it's the successor to Gold's Gym cardio workout for the Wii. Oh, okay. I didn't play that one. I wouldn't have wanted to. No, because <laughs> you wouldn't have needed to. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you're stuck inside, you got to make do with what you got. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, pretty much all I played this week. So we'll jump into the lightning round, not lightning round. Uh, and we'll start things off with, I think, the most surprising reveal in quite some time that we've had in the world of video games. We got a controller reveal, uh, not for the PlayStation 4, not for the Xbox One, not a new Switch controller, but the PlayStation 5 controller got unveiled this week, uh, which I, I think this is a first where you see the controller just here it is it's the controller before the system before this like normally it's a package deal. You see everything all at once. Uh, but here we go. We got the PlayStation 5 controller, officially not the DualShock 5, as many would have assumed. Um, but we have the uh, DualSense controller. Uh, so what did you guys think of the DualSense controller for the PlayStation 5? It looks exactly like an Xbox controller. I mean, to be fair, all of these controllers look pretty much identical in the grand scheme of things. I mean, but, the I mean, PlayStation like, 5, or the DualShock 4 doesn't look like an Xbox controller. Yeah. Like well, I mean, it's still very, still dual shocky. 
Yeah, but it's shape. still like side, you know, handle like paddle handles and yeah, it's it's what you expect. It doesn't. It's not that big a departure from the DualShock Four or the Switch Pro or anything like that. No, but they all kind of look the same. This yeah, Stadia it, also kind of looks like. Yeah, the... exactly. I mean. Uh, yeah, the top now is a little bit bulkier, which is more in line with an Xbox controller. Yeah, and like the the handles don't come down as far. Like the the, the bottom of the controller doesn't come down as thin. Like it's, yeah, it's all not kind of long. just one shape. Yeah, um, I'm actually holding my uh, PlayStation Four controller, like while looking next, like the picture next to each other, kind of comparing them because I didn't really bother doing that right now. Uh, I noticed that like the PlayStation. Uh, four controllers are a lot more rounded at the bottom where this one is yeah. more pointy yeah i mean the i mean the playstation 3 one was rounded the i mean they've all been pretty rounded yeah um so this does change it up a little bit uh obviously the first thing uh that you notice when you look at it and you know there's pictures everywhere if you haven't seen it by now um you know we even re- retweeted stuff if you hadn't yeah. seen it you can check it out um but obviously the first thing that you notice is it's not one solid color it's two um, and that the primary color uh, is white. Sure hope it's not the final color. Or uh, well, I mean, there'll be other colors. And obviously, the internet ran wild with uh, you know mockups of what you know camo would look like, and special Spider-Man controllers, and all kinds of different colorways and stuff for the controller. Um, but it is white uh, on the top, and then underneath is is black, uh, which I really really hope does not mean that it's a white console at launch because i would really 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 hate that yeah yeah i mean that's obviously the first thing that came to my mind also i went oh what's with this white i hate this uh and then i really really hope this isn't indicative of what the system will look like i mean Uh, the system's black and white i guess it might not be that bad for me i'd really have to see what the breakdown of black and white is yeah but uh, i really wish i just had a because all of my consoles are black. Like every single console that I've purchased is is black. My PS4 is blue, but I got like the fancy version. So yeah, I don't... and you got it cheap. Like you know, that's like, that's why you purchased it. Is it was the Days of Play one. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh, oh like I I want a PlayStation Four. This is available. It's the best deal. Whatever. Yeah. Um. But like for a launch day console, like I wanted to. No, I don't want it. I I want a black or a silver. Yeah. System. Um... I never want white anything especially something that's going to be in your hands too like yeah that's my biggest thing get gross yeah it's fine now but like once hand washing season is over which, like, i'm never washing my hands again that's I, and it's going to be so dirty on my white <laughs> controller uh, it's going to be bad um what about you joe what are, what are you, some of your initial thoughts on seeing the dual sense um well one of the things is the uh the the light bar uh on it now is gone it doesn't have the light bar on the top now the light bars are on the front uh, they're basically like framing around the touchpad on it well that's i like i didn't see a top view of the controller does it still have the big light bar on it uh no like it... no it's only on the front it's only but like the newer playstation 4 controllers like the ones that we have joe have that little light strip at the top of it that you can see the blue light. Yeah. It's like through the, um, the touchpad through the touchpad. Yeah. Yeah. And now this is on either side of the touchpad, which I do like better. I still really hope that there's a way to turn it off because ultimately if it's not there on the front, what's the point of it? Other, like other than denoting differentiating between, between player, player one and player two. two. Yeah. I mean, um, originally wasn't the light bar there for the PSI to like pick it up. Yeah. yeah that's that's why it was on the front. 
It was VR, yeah. Um, yeah. So I assume if it, since VR is backwards compatible, you're going to have to use a PlayStation 4 controller to play VR on PlayStation 5. That's the assumption that I would make. Yeah. If there is no light picking up bar, and there's they didn't say anything about internals unless there's some kind of like low frequency Bluetooth that can, can tell where your controller is for VR, but I don't think that's the case. Uh, you know, it still seems like you might need the light bar. But as long as I can turn that off, I guess, is what I would want. Yeah, I just want I don't want it sucks the battery so much. Well, the one on the front does. I guess if it's just a little light on the side, it's no different than like the 360 controller that had the little light indicator to tell you what. I guess. It depends on how bright it is. Yeah. Because sometimes even that is like distracting. Yeah, true. Well, especially when you're playing at night, like if the lights are off or whatever. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Yeah, that was always the thing that bugged me is when the, the one on the top um, playing at night, like in a dark room, I could see that thing like bouncing around on the screen. Like as I moved the controller, it was always a glowing dot being reflected back at me yeah. from my TV screen. Yeah. And that always drove me nuts. Um, I'm hoping at least that the ones like, you know, like you said, the, the newer uh, PlayStation four controllers have the bar on the top. Uh, it's, it has so far that has not been distracting to me. I just worry, like hopefully it's not too bright where I feel like it's shining in my face. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily will be. Yeah, it seems like they're way too small to be like effective in yeah. bothering you in any way. Yeah, it's mostly the one on the front that's the glaring issue with the PlayStation 4, not the one on the or the I, I don't know, whatever the the strip is as opposed to just like the little line. Or like the dual lines yeah. on the front, yeah. Um the deep or the touchpad mm-hmm. is also much uh, wider now it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um which is makes me think that they might want to use it more, but also I like never use my touchpad in any game other than using it as a button. Like when's the last time you played a game where the touchpad actually you used it to touch? I actually used it as a mouse the other day. Yeah, you can use it for like a mouse to like I was typing type a message. Stuff. Yeah. So I was using it as a mouse. It seemed easier for some reason. I think whatever I was doing it rather than scrolling with yeah. the I was using as a mouse, which actually was the first time in a long time I hadn't used it as a button. And really only like first party games use it. Or not first party, but like Sony exclusives. So like the like Uncharted games used it. Did they? I don't remember using the like touchpad part of it. I think it was like for like a mini game or something. Like not a mini game, but like you could like position stuff with it. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that either. Yeah. I mean it's it's been a while since I played like Uncharted Four or yeah. any of the um the Nathan Drake collection or anything like that, but I don't. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. I just don't remember. Yeah, I mean it's it's a button. It doesn't do much other than that. Yeah, I mean I use it all the time to like bring up the map in Call of Duty, but that's yeah, that's but about you're not it. searching with it. Yeah, no, and I like that it's an extra button. Um, this I also I think I mean granted we didn't see anyone using the controller. These are all just static images. Yeah, but I think this puts to bed the rest of the rumor from you know or, or years and years ago or months and months ago that it was going to be like a screen that it was going to be a little screen that had information on it, like a second screen yeah. DS kind of thing. Yeah, which I still think is a cool idea, but yeah, it would but also, drain the battery, and it would also cost probably twice as much. Correct. Um, so it, it doesn't look like that's the case. Uh, granted, this could have been a, ha, we got you. We wanted to reveal the screen part of it later at our it's full reveal. It's boring as well. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, as far as we know, the, the touchpad could just be displaying a white screen. That's true. That's the thing. Like we don't know for certain, but it seems to indicate that that's not the case. 
Yeah. But, yeah. I they mean, they, they also, in the article, they showcase like stuff that was new. You would think they would say, and also it's a screen. Well, unless they wanted to make that a big reveal when they're showing the box and the games, yeah. like that could be a cool thing. If you, you know, like say it's the, there's a new kill zone, which I mean, I doubt that there would be, but please make another one. <laughs> um, if like, that's where your ammo screen is, that's where your right. like health bar is yeah. for games that want to give you that like minimal UI experience you could have all of that inventory stuff on that screen. That could be kind of cool to make you immersed in the game. And then you just look down to look at your stuff the same way that you would like, look at your gun to see how many bullets you have left right. in the real world. Like you'd, you know, open the revolver to be like, okay, I got three bullets and close it. Like yeah. You're not looking ahead of you and in the corner of your eye, you see you've got three bullets left. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, but it seems like that's not going to be the case. No. I really like that. The uh, PlayStation button is now just a cutout symbol of the PlayStation logo. I thought that looked really cool as opposed to being yeah, like a circular circle, button. Yeah. Um, it's just something to differentiate it from previous ones. I thought it looked pretty nice. The uh, triggers are, have the forced feedback on them. So yeah. this is where the sense comes from. Yeah. And that, and we knew that before where they talked about like, you know, it'll be harder to pull the trigger on like a bowstring than it will be on a trigger on a gun kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so they'll have that built into it. Hopefully developers use it uh, outside of, Sony first-party developers, obviously. Um, yeah, Joe, do you have a list of the features that they revealed for it? Do you have that? Uh, no, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, they did get rid of the share button. A create button? Yeah, it's the same button. It is, but they're <laughs> going to say like they're they're trying to do what is that play store? What's the play thing? They have that like whole play create or create play uh, app that's on the PS4. They're trying to like use is. more of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like a it's a share and like it's their like new PlayStation Home or not new but like their oh the like share factory. That's oh, the, yeah. share factory. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. Um, so this is gonna I guess do more towards that, and they were all like happy about being like we're the first person to have a like a share button on our controller, and now we're innovating even more. I mean, they were the first one to have a share button on their controller. I'm yeah. not wrong in that. I don't ever use it. Though. I use it all the time for like screenshots and stuff, or like if I want to take a video recording of some like crazy thing in some random game. Yeah. Like I play, I, I did it a lot when I was doing like Fortnite, where I would like have some crazy kill that was like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. I should have been dead. Yeah. And then I'll save it just to like watch it or, you know, upload to Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Um, There's also a microphone on it. Yes, there is a built-in microphone with a mute button, thankfully, because uh, I know, Joe, you were really worried about that, leaving your mic open and talking nonsense. Yeah, and uh, like also, just imagine how many farts that's going to pick up. Well, it's people, also... people holding their phone or their controller, you know, by their lap. My <laughs> hope sure. would be that like every game ships with that not on. Like, it would be something you have to turn on rather than something you have to turn off. Yeah, it'll probably be off to start, and the second that you press that button, it turns on. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's like a button right underneath where the PlayStation logo thing is. So, yeah, I, I, you would hope that every game automatically starts the game with it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I can just picture so many, like, awkward things where people don't realize they have that on on Call of Duty, and, like, you're in there fucking yelling at your wife or something like that Mom, make me a sandwich yeah oh there's your fucking cat get out of here you dumb cat We're, but here's the thing though 
headsets nowadays all have mute buttons. No, like I, mine does. Yeah, yeah do. but when you put a headset on, you're intending to talk to people. Yeah, but but that's the thing. Like, this is somebody who's not even thinking that they're talking to people. Oh, or, true. And true. it just so happens to be on because they didn't think about it. Yeah, me not even knowing that it's on there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they did confirm there is still a headphone jack. So if you want to use just like a regular pair of earbuds with a microphone, or if you really like using the one that came with the PS4 controller, you can plug that in there. So there's still like a microphone in line. Out in line yeah. Here. If you uh, don't want to toss out your like fancy Turtle Beach headset that you dropped 150 bucks on. Yeah, assuming it works, which it probably should. I hope that the like the PS Gold headsets still work. Yeah, I don't know how backwards because like the one I have is the PS3 one. Like That's it's the, the same one I have. The pole. No, I have an older one than the oh, one yeah. you have. Um, because mine was like they had the regular headset, then they came out with the one that vibrated, and that's the one that I have. It vibrates? Yeah, it's got like a haptic sensor in it. So like, you can turn it off. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely not. <laughs> but it's it's more immersive. And there's like settings within the, the same way for the gold that has the like settings app that you can download that like you pair it to a certain game and it like designs the experience for that game. So like there's a Last of Us mode for the headset. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, there's a headset app that you can download for the PlayStation 4 that should be able to tweak your settings. So like if you're playing Madden, it's a different set of sound settings than if you were playing Last of Us or God of War. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so check that out. Yeah, I didn't, if you didn't know, know that. that. Yeah, it's there. Mine's falling apart. Yeah, mine other, you know, stuff is coming off of mine as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know if mine will still uh if still work going forward cuz again, it's now it, it'll be two generations old at that point. Yeah. Well, and also like the the gold is just a dongle. It's just a That's what mine is. So, I would assume as long as we have USB drive like which it, which it will. But again, you never know with, you know, companies to be like, no, now it's time to yeah, buy a new one. Yeah. Right? Well, especially with mine that was technically a PS3 mm-hmm. one that was forward compatible. Uh, the gold that you have might still work, go to five, but the three won't go to five. Yeah. Because it'd be like, all right, now's the time. Let's let's, let's right. the ante a little bit here. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, 3D audio tech um, that they're touting. So that way, you know, it'll... Or it'll work with that to deliver a new feeling of immersion to players, this is according to the PlayStation blog. I still don't like that the triggers still jut out from the back. I have a feeling though if the like the fact that they can like change the tension on them, I'm wondering if at the outset when it's just a controller, it'll be a little bit harder to to do that. Yeah, because like I constantly like put my controller on my lap or something like that, and I'm always hitting the triggers. Oh yeah, see that doesn't I've, happen to I've, me that much. I've fast forward and like rewound through so many YouTube videos just by putting my controller down. Yeah, you got to be like very gentle and put it down like grip first, and then put it like forward. Yeah, see, I don't have that problem at all. I don't know, I just put it down differently than you guys. But I almost, I almost never have that happen. Well, and I always like have it on my lap. So like if I put it on my lap, it always just goes clunk. Yeah, like, I like throw it on the, the couch though, and it usually doesn't do anything. Hmm. Every once in a while it will, but not enough for me to notice it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how that will change with the new one. Obviously, the, they still look very similar. Uh, the R1 and L1 buttons look a little bit bulkier than the normal. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's they're, fine. They're, I mean, the size difference is not that. The the no. ones on the Xbox aren't used to being super tiny anyway, so they can they can be as big or small as they need to be. Yeah. Oh, another thing I don't like about the the white part of it is that they don't have the um, the colors on the face buttons. 
which I really wish they did. Like the triangle's not oh, green, yeah. circle's yeah. not orange or yellow or whatever it is. Red. I think X is red. No. Square's blue. X, X cross is, is blue. Cross is blue. Square's, yeah. Yeah. X is blue on the uh, Xbox. Square yeah. is pink. Triangle is green. Yeah. Circle's orange, right? Yeah. Don't trust. Orange or red. Yeah. He doesn't know colors. No, I mean, he's right, though. He at least said them correctly. Pink? One of them's pink? Yeah, the square. It's is like, it really? Yeah, it's uh-huh. like pink. I mean, it's so hard to tell with those little lines, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, all of this is just, you know, stuff on paper. It, it, what really will be important is when you get this into your hands. Um, and hopefully your hands are clean all of the time because it's white. And uh, yeah. I, pink, purple, blue and green. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is I've already like started wearing the like the the sheen down on my gunmetal gray PlayStation controller. And I can imagine how terrible the white will look after a while. Yeah, I just and like what the second I saw someone do a mock up of the all black, I was like, yeah, no, this please, this a thousand. And even if you swapped it, like I'd rather have the white underneath where the joysticks are. And the black on top because I want the part that's holding like that my hands are touching the most, which is like, you know, the palms are wrapping around and only the fingertips are lightly on that white part. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's been so long as I've had a white controller. Yeah. And like we said, like, you know, how many different controller PlayStation 5 controllers are or different color PlayStation 5 controllers are there out there now? There will be ones in a bunch of different colors. My concern is that this will be the only one that you can get in the beginning. Like this will be the one that comes with the system and also that the system will match. I don't want that to match. No. I mean it definitely is going to there's definitely it's de- I think it's we're definitely getting a white system, which is a shame. Like if you wanted to go lighter than black, at least go PlayStation Gray. Yeah. Which I feel like is a missed opportunity. If you wanted well, to go yeah, with a lighter, cool. if you wanted to go with a lighter console, PlayStation Gray is the move, not stark white. Because mostly just because I associate white with Xbox because of the 360. And granted, they've gone black with the, the Wii was white. Yeah, the Wii yeah, was white. I, but that I think, was a, I think that was a one-off. Yeah. Well, I just think of like the 360 was the 360 was white. The S was white. So like for some reason in my mind, I associate it more. Because they've at least had two white consoles as opposed to just the Wii. I yeah. guess the Wii U did have that white variant that no one wanted because it was eight megabytes of memory or whatever, <laughs> whatever stupid thing it was. Um, I'm not sure I like the uh, the D-pad though. The D-pad doesn't look that different, right? I mean, I don't. Joe, you have a controller in front of you. I don't. The D-pad's pretty much the same, no? Uh, yeah, it's um, like a translucent plastic instead of a just like solid plastic. Yeah, uh, but shape-wise, it's almost identical. Okay. Yeah, and the joysticks look identical, pretty much to the to the four. They have that indent circle, mm-hmm. uh, so they're not rounded like they were on the two and the three. The the buttons look like they're like the D-pad buttons look like they're further away and smaller. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is I, you can't really tell from a picture because you don't uh, know the size of it in relative. Well, I'm just like comparing two pictures of them side by side. Yeah, yeah, but you don't John, know. John's like, right. They do look like the space in between the buttons is much wider on the new one. Is it? Okay. Yeah. 
yeah, I, like I want to see the controller in like it's one thing to look at a render or this picture. I want to see a physical one. Yeah, I want to see a physical side by side of the two to really be and able to judge those. Well. Yeah, exactly. I need to know what is this relative to like, yeah. and don't put a penny there because that gives me nothing. Like, I need a banana. Put put yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a fridge, obviously. Xbox <laughs> fridge <right>. for scale. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be really shocking when this thing shows up and turns out it's like a foot wide. It's going to look like that mini thing that you bought me from Japan, John. Oh, like a mini PlayStation 4. Did you see that thing that he got me? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to look like that. It's just really tiny. Fits in a coin operated machine. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's got a rechargeable battery, as we expected, uh, because they've, you know, ditched the battery. They never had batteries, actually. It was always rechargeable. Yeah. Uh, It does look like I think it's USB C as well. I don't have the pictures in front of me the other way, but oh, no, there it is. Yeah, so the light bar on the front is gone. Uh, it does look like it's USB-C, which is nice, because uh, that would just give me another USB-C cord, and I don't have to go back to finding USB minis or micros to be able to plug in there, which is good. Yeah, I think everyone is realizing that it just needs to be USB-C. Yeah, well, like all my phones, like my last three phones have all been USB-C, so I have a million of those chargers lying around, but it's becoming increasingly harder for me to find uh, micros and minis. Yeah. Because, uh, like, the headset that I have is the mini USB, and the controller on the PlayStation 4 is a micro USB. So it's like, if I want to charge both, i got to go find both cords somewhere, even though nothing else in the house uses those cords. That's weird. All of my stuff is using the same cord now. Yeah, but again, remember, my, headset, my, my headset's a PS3 one, so yeah. it's a little bit older yeah. um, than the uh, PlayStation 4 era stuff. Yeah, even even Apple is starting to move over to USB-C and like abandoning the lightning cables. Well, I think uh, in Europe, I mean, this is a tangent, but I'm pretty sure in Europe they passed a thing that said that Apple had to have all their products be USB-C as like a uniform standard of charging. Oh, That's interesting. Okay. That'll I, explain it then. I feel like I read that recently. Huh. Um, but I, mean, I, noticed, yeah, they, I noticed the new iPads had USB-C ports. Yeah, and the uh, was that their main charging port or do they still have the lightning port as well? Uh, it just looked like it was just USB-C now. Yeah, and like uh, MacBooks have had USB-C for a few years now as their like main source of power and everything. So it seems to be the, the new standard going forward. But yeah, I mean, I like the controller a lot uh, to kind of wrap it up on this, but uh, the color is really the thing that stands out for me is the only, the only real takeaway of the thing I don't like. Yeah, I think the majority, of, like I don't really care about I'll, I'll care more when I can see it in someone's hands, yeah. but the controller is the big thing that I don't like. Yeah, I want to feel it. I don't want it to be like the um, the six axis where it's just a paper light. Yeah, an empty plastic shell, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I want it to have some heft, but not be too heavy, mm-hmm. which they mentioned in the blog post uh, about how the rechargeable battery makes it lighter and, and all these other things. So, yeah, I would I would like it to be a different color, obviously, if I had my pick. Um, if they have a black, a straight black one available separately at launch, I honestly might just bite the bullet and buy it just to have that as my main controller. And then the white yeah. one can be for two player or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any final thoughts on, on the dual sense? No. I, I, like I said, my key thing is just the, what the console is going to look like and, if the I'm trying to picture what a console would look like with this weird kind of black and white color scheme, and it it always just looks bad in my head. It's gonna look like I, the obviously, the, the look of the system, if it looks bad, 
bad, that doesn't really matter if it plays well, but I want it to look good too. <laughs> yeah. I, I like ultimately for me, it's going in an entertainment center now anyway, mm-hmm. but I'll know it's there and I'll know I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're ugly. You stay in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of, that's kind of my problem with it. But I mean, we'll see. I mean, do you think this is going to be the start of like, are we going to get weekly or monthly now content? drops about the playstation like then is the next thing we're gonna get some other like the first playstation 5 headset is revealed next tuesday or whatever like or we or is this going to be the the morsel until we get the full unveiling at whatever state of play or playstation blog post i guess unveiling the playstation 5 look and game lineup i think they're gonna give us information whenever the hell they want which is what they've been doing like yeah sony's been super unpredictable about yeah this announcement came out of nowhere like i i I looked at my phone and i saw that and i at first i thought it was like i don't know like a a fan mock-up or something yeah because so many articles are like we got our first look at the ps5 and it's like here's so and so on twitter who designed this thing and it looks pretty cool doesn't it like get the fuck out of here with your clickbait shit Uh, like stop it right so yeah, this was I, official. Yeah, this is yeah, and then when I, and, yeah, and then when I realized it was official and it was like being tweeted out by the official PlayStation website or uh, Twitter account, I was like, oh, oh shit, really? Like just out of nowhere? When was this that this came out? Like Thursday morning? Uh, yeah, it was like a Tuesday. Yeah. And, and there was no tease. There was no like, hey, check back tomorrow for some big news. Or there wasn't a leak of. Hey guys, I think we're getting our first look tomorrow. Like my sources are telling me, get ready, PlayStation Five controller, it's coming. Yeah, uh, we didn't know the name ahead of time. Like not, none of this came out. Um, but I guess they said that they're. I think what it is is they're shipping more to devs now, or two more devs now, and so they probably knew that eventually it was going to get out there. Or um, uh, like uh, peripheral makers. Yeah, which is how we knew about the light uh, switch light and yep. stuff. Yeah. So I mean we're we're now like two months away from what would have been E three. So I think the news that would have come from E three is gonna start coming out mm-hmm. now. Cause this is this would be the normal time where we would get leaks. That like April, May timeframe is leak central for what leak weeks. Yeah, for what becomes E three. Yeah. Granted, you know, we don't have that in the same capacity this year. Um, but I feel like the timeline People are still going to want to probably stick to that timeline of announcing things for the fall and for next year because that's what's expected. So I'm I'm hoping that in the next month or two that we get the PlayStation 5 unveiling, the mm-hmm. launch lineup unveiling, games that are coming post-launch, you know, launch window or whatever. Because uh, I'm getting tired of waiting. God damn it! <laughs> I need I need good happy news in these difficult downtrodden times and seeing new stuff is, is always fun. So we'll, uh, we'll see what the future brings. All right. Lightning round. Uh, we got a leak this week, uh, about something scary on the horizon. That's right up your alley. Isn't it Joe? Uh, sure is. Uh, so these are rumored leaks. Nothing obviously like can be confirmed. It's not official in any way. Um, but new information for Resident Evil 8 came out this week. Uh, the game is going to be called Resident Evil 8 Village, uh, using the V-I-L-L in Village to like spell out the Roman numeral uh, of the letter 8, or the number 8, um, which to me almost seems like the name was chosen before the game. <laughs> yeah. 
like, somebody had to been sitting there going, you know, if this is true, they're like, okay, how, what can we do? Like, where, where can we fit V I L L or V I I I into something? Yeah. But you, I mean, you could have called it like resident evil lockdown. And then the, you use the same V I I from that seven did to and then like, the L from lockdown. Yeah. Or something like you could have called it something else, I guess, but you're right. It definitely stands out as being like a, Hmm, did you develop a whole game based on how you fit the Roman numeral eight into your title? I guess there's dumber ways to come up with a game. It uh, even looks really cheesy, though. Like, the little, like, notches at the bottom of the L's. Like, it looked like fan art from the, like, lo- the logo that they... Oh, that is fan art. Okay. Yeah, I think that's making fun of the, what was it, Metal Gear Solid 5, where it was the Phantom Pain, and then there was little notches in the Phantom Pain that they were able to, like, then build out uh, Metal Gear. Do you guys remember this? No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it was, if you look, uh, like, because originally there was a game and it was just called Phantom Pain, and everyone was like, oh, that seems kind of cool. It kind of gives me a Metal Gear Solid vibe, but that's pretty neat. And then there were these little, like, notches in the letters that then they superimposed Metal Gear Solid over, and it fit perfectly into the little notches, and everyone was like, oh, I see what you did there. It is a Metal Gear Solid game. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how you would Google that now, but... Uh, yeah, that was something that came out whenever that game got like announced before it was a Metal Gear Solid game. So I think that's probably what that fan art was maybe referencing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, do you have the details on what some of these reports are saying the game is going to be like, Joe? Uh, yeah. Um, so the game, obviously, they were uh, hinting that it was going to take place in some sort of European village, uh, which is very similar to the setting from Resident Evil 4, which took place in like a small, like Spanish village or a a village in Spain. Uh, They uh, said that uh, Chris Redfield was going to be heavily involved in it uh, as a character, uh, but also that Ethan Winters would uh, be back again to be the central protagonist. He was the main character from Resident Evil 7. Um, I'll be interested to see how that comes into it because he was just a normal guy in that game. Like he wasn't a, you know, special agent super soldier like Chris Redfield is. Um, so for him to like now find himself being dragged into another one of these things when his story was essentially pretty much finished by the end of Resident Evil uh, 7, uh, I'd be more kind of interested in seeing how that, that factors into things. Uh, they uh, hinted that it'll have a heavy emphasis on like the supernatural this time around and like the occult type stuff as opposed to just being about, you know, zombies like in the original ones. Uh, there was stuff that like kind of delved into that. Like it was ultimately explained in silent or using sci- science in Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like they're going to lean more heavily into that with this one um which once again would actually kind of go back a lot more towards what the original resident Evil 4 is or was uh because resident Evil 4 uh had a like cult uh, no well it had um like an earlier version that was far different from the version that was originally released didn't uh, that devil may cry yeah, well, eventually, <laughs> yes. no, that's actually what it was. Eventually, yeah. they were working on an earlier version of Resident Evil Four um, that they eventually ended up turning into Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah. And then they made the what the Resident Evil Four that we know is, uh, but there still is like footage of that original Resident Evil Four, and it had like Leon fighting ghosts and like possessed like dolls and stuff. Hmm. Um, 
So it seems like they're basically probably just going back into the well and saying like, all right, like let's just make that Resident Evil four game that we were originally going to make, which I would actually be kind of interested in seeing, you know, how they could pull that off and manage it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a different kind of feel than what, you know, you're used to with, in terms of Resident Evil and granted seven took things in a different direction already. And this seems like it's a further push in that new direction, which is nice because you still have, like they're still putting out the remakes to give you that classic, um, that classic vibe to resident evil. Uh, and then you can put out these other things that maybe are thought of as untraditional for the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also sent out a poll asking people if they wanted more remakes, like, and obviously everyone was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just finish, finish them off, you know? Um, I assume, do you remake one again is remake remake. I would like that. Because then at least you would get the whole thing. Yeah. Because I think zero, not zero, but like the the remastered versions of them would still use canon, like the the tank controls. So, um, if you could do the first one, like two and three, that'd be nice. Um, and then I guess people are clamoring for Code Veronica X as well. Oh yeah, yeah, you could do that zero. I mean, you could do all these other ones. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone wants like revelations. Are there any like? weird offshoot ones joe you would want to see remade gaiden <laughs> yeah actually that would be pretty interesting or like if, at least if they if they just turn it into game. an actual game instead of the like the game boy game that it was yeah um but even even that game isn't considered canon uh, obviously like the storyline of that one is uh completely um non-compatible with what has happened in other games since then it's also a little bit too close to home, so maybe not doing that. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Taking uh, taking uh, place on a cruise ship. Cruise ship. Oh, that's not that's so outrageous. Who would even come up with such a crazy story like that? Well, they yeah. did invent this whole thing, so it is their fault. That's true. I think we've really gotten away from the fact that there was that like the lab or whatever that knew about it definitely has the umbrella logo and. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I think we've, we've really lost sight of the fact that this is, we're definitely living in a resident evil timeline. Yeah. This, this is biohazard. Yeah. So never forget that part of it. Um, yeah, I guess there's some other like, you know, in-depth reports, to, where there's like, they're going to have the inventory system from four. Oh uh, yeah. Which yeah, is, they're going to bring back the much beloved, uh, resident evil four inventory system, uh, which I never understood why they got rid of that, uh, because, everybody had fun with that inventory system it was in five wasn't it uh no five they had to change it because it was co-op so like they had to have that uh oh yeah you had to share your inventory and the yeah, you computer had to, like, was gonna like... use fucking herbs all the time mm-hmm. stupid computer yeah so they had to re- redo the inventory system for five um, they did say in the leaks that it was supposed to be coming out uh, quarter one, 2021. Okay. Uh, which I don't know, seems kind of soon. Yeah. Well, you got to figure, I mean, I assume the remake team is not the same team that would have made like seven. So they probably, the people finished up seven, finished up all the DLC, which was what? 2017, right? Yeah. Three years ago. Yeah. I think that was the the February of everything <laughs> before the switch came out, just yeah. that like, you know, overabundance of quality games. Uh, so, you, you know, and then the, and then four the years worth of development. Was able to crank out Resident Evil three in like a year. Or so, yeah, 
So you figure you've got four years of the main team being able to work on a game. It's that's not too bad. No. Uh, when when things are all said and done, I guess one of the other reports also said that this, much how Resident Evil Four didn't start out as Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil Eight didn't necessarily start out as Resident Evil Eight, and actually started as Revelations Three. Which I don't know what that means. I mean, you guys have played these games, yes? You yeah. guys have both played Revelations One. I only played one. I didn't play two. Which was the 3DS game that came with the circle pad, no? Yeah? Yes. Okay. Well, it didn't come with it. No, no, well, you it could was compatible buy it. with it. Yeah, yeah. It was like the one game at the start that was compatible mm-hmm. with it. It was like the, the circle pad was almost made for this game. I think it was game. actually made for Monster Hunter. Oh, was it Monster Hunter? Yeah. And then this was, they were like, oh, well, while we were making that. Yeah, yeah. Because they're both Capcom, are they not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and obviously those games then got later ported to the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 or yeah. 3 or what have you. Um, but, I mean, do, were you guys a fan of those games? If this is more – if this took elements from that or if this was, like, the DNA of those games but then built something new, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, where does this where does this rank for you guys? I like I mean, Revelations, but it's also not anywhere like 7. So, like, if they're going to try and keep on making new games – in like making them innovative revelations is just your standard third person resident evil game i mean they're great games but also they're not innovative at all hmm. yeah so. the gameplay design was a lot more along the lines of resident evil 4 um so if this is something built off the back of that it's probably like a very thin skeleton at this point if it's gonna play more like resident evil 7 did yeah yeah because obviously it's, it's moving to first person whereas revelations was yeah. Third, so revelations was like five where like you can move and shoot whereas four you can you couldn't move and shoot so like still third person but more of an action game yeah uh i do think they do you guys think they're going to carry over uh the vr aspect of it do you think this will be playable in vr the way that seven was because i mean that was well received yeah by those that did it you never did you ever do it completely joe in vr do you just do bits and pieces here and there uh i played around with it for a little while but it was the kind of thing where it's like i can't play a like 14 hour game yeah in vr like my eyes will burst into flames if i well, try not, to do that well not in one sitting hopefully you gotta yeah well like even then like after an hour you're like ow everything in my head hurts right now true well does the game not have one of those built-in things it's like hey maybe you should take a break yeah like the Wii. <laughs> yeah it's it's mm. break time go yeah. outside Doesn't enjoy the sun no uh i don't remember if it did it probably doesn't. That would be really immersive breaking. Like you're creeping through this house and you're afraid that you're going to get scared. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, it's nice outside. Why don't you take the headset off? You're like, no, oh, thanks a lot, ghost. Yeah, the sign comes down just flips in front of your face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it doesn't really lend itself to that genre per se. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it might be. But do you guys think they'll, they'll bring the VR to eight? If it's first person, probably. But I mean, we don't know what this is yet. My guess is like based on the the village title, like I'm like if they're gonna branch out, the next branch is a like open ish world game. Yeah, I mean they it, it's it's kind of implied with the fact that it is a village that you're not stuck in just a cluster of a couple houses. I mean, one of the things that I saw in the article that I was looking at was that it's like this European village that has like a castle up on the hill that you can see. So clearly, you're gonna be progressing throughout all of the village and then probably working your way up to the castle as the big, you know, the big boss or the big, yeah. the big baddie, so to speak. Just so. like in Resident Evil 4. 
Yeah. Yes, um, just like Resident Evil 4, except you yeah. don't have to carry around what's her name and hide her in dumpsters all the time. Ashley. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, so far, obviously, this is all still rumor, speculation, mm-hmm. conjecture. Uh, but does this sound like something that you know that you're anticipating in terms of it sounds like a good thing, or are these kind of like I don't know, it's a little rehashy, it's a little too much, like four. Like, what are you guys' thoughts on if it goes in this direction? Is this a positive or a negative for you guys? Ultimately, I really liked Resident Evil Seven. Um, it was a very, very big departure from the original series, but they did good a good job with it. Um, and I was very concerned when Resident Evil, the two remake came out and then three got announced. And I was like, oh, I hope they're not just like giving up on that game because yeah. I still did have fun with it. So if this does stay more in the vein of what seven was, I would like to see more of that. I'm hoping for more of that. So I agree. Yeah. Nice. Well, I mean, obviously still rumor and speculation, though, if supposed to be released in q1 of 2021 i i assume this was probably an e3 reveal like most things um so we'll see if we get more information this Maybe summer with regards months. to that yeah i mean they gotta probably let the hype for three remake kind of die down a little bit so they don't yeah. shift focus to the next game too quickly mm-hmm. um but that you're then looking at maybe like a june reveal like it probably was uh, scheduled to be so we'll see uh, all right, lightning round uh, from one spooky game to another. Uh, looks like we're getting more and uh, another kind of rumor perking up about uh, Silent Hills coming back. John, what's the newest there? Uh, so an artist who uh, draws like spooky manga um, tweeted out or put on his Instagram uh, a couple pictures. Uh, his name is Sehiro Maru- Maruo. Um, he tweeted uh, or Instagram or grammed or I don't know what the verbiage is for that is. Put it on the gram. Put it on the gram. Uh, a picture of the Konami uh, sign outside of the Konami building, mm-hmm. um, and a like printed Silent Hills sign as well, like official looking, and even has the katakana for Silent Hills underneath it. So we just grammed those or IG'd those or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would make sense if if this is a thing that he would be working on it because that's kind of his vibe for art. Um, so even though Konami says it's not in the way, although thinking about this now, Konami did say that the series wasn't dying; it just wasn't continuing continuing the way they were doing it. This guy is a manga artist. Maybe they're doing Sign of Hell's the manga series, like maybe you get that story of a video game. Yeah. You get that story that would have been the Silent Hills game. Because uh, obviously the other rumors that we've got so far was that uh, we've gotten two different ones. One is that Kojima's back and he's doing it, yeah. which none of us see happening as long as it stays at Konami. Right. That working relationship, I think, is the definition of a burned bridge. <laughs> um uh, the second was that Sony's acquiring the IP from Konami for Silent Hill, amongst others, and that would maybe mean that Kojima could be involved because obviously his working relationship with Sony is nothing but great. Um, Now this third thing kind of takes it back to the Konami angle, which would ditch Kojima. But like you said, if he's a manga artist, it very much could be that they're developing, they're taking the shell of that or the corpse of that previous game and making a manga out of it, uh, which I think is something that would be nice to see from like a, you know, Hey, look at this dead project getting new life perspective. But I don't think it's anything that a Silent Hill fan wants because they, they want a new game and they want the Kojima game. And this yeah. would just seem like a fun bit of history. 
but not he, uh, what you want. He tagged the photos with afternoon invitation. Hope you'll join in. So, I mean, that can mean anything. Yeah. Who knows uh, if it is a manga? I, the, the guy does a lot of work for like albums and stuff like that. And his art is gross and creepy and cool. That's cool. I read manga, so I'm okay with that. Obviously, we want a game, so mm-hmm. who knows? This is all so, like, if they invited him over, they could have just been like, hey, come look at this thing and tell us about it. Or, like, are you interested in doing something? You could just be doing, like, promo art for the fucking Pachinko yeah. game or something. Yeah, I mean, it could, yeah, it could be concept art. Yeah. But, I mean, also, like you said, he's known for his horror art, so they could have been like, hey, could you design monsters for us for our new game? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, there's... It definitely lends more credence to the fact that something is going on in the Silent Hill franchise. Yeah. But there's a very wide net of possibilities at this point. And none of them seem to, like, triangulate to one central, like, it's real. Everything kind of points in a different direction. Nothing seems like you connect them all. Right. Um, So, yeah, I don't know what this will mean, but... Clearly, the, the name keeps coming up over and over again, so something's happening. Yeah. Uh, but so far, no one's been able to pin down exactly what. Well, and especially since, like, there's this, there's a picture of something created and printed and put on display with the words Silent Hills on it. Yeah. Is, I think, the biggest pickup of this all. The fact that, the, like, the name's not dead. Like, it's still yeah. somewhere in Konami's building. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, again, we'll see we'll see what comes of that. Uh, and we'll see if it's anything or if we look back on this a year from now and go, what were we thinking? Like, why would we even think this was possible? It's definitely not happening. Uh, all right. Lightning round. Uh, super big release that was planned for this year still, yeah. I believe, is uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone's very much looking forward to that. We got a little bit more details about what kind of the roadmap is for that game uh, in terms of when it's coming out. Uh, and what's going to come out afterwards. So who's got more news on that? Uh, so on an investor call, they kind of un, uh, announced a bunch of stuff about like the DLC, when it's coming out. Um, it's still in production, uh, or it's it's actually completed. They're just like finishing touches on the game right now. So it's still coming out when it's coming out. Um, Which is to early September. September. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also said that there will be next-gen versions of it. Uh, they won't be launch titles, but they will come out eventually. Yeah, and we kind of knew that because Cyberpunk was one of the ones that was part of the Xbox announcement of if you buy the game on one, you get it on. Yeah, you get it's it like a forward-compatible yeah. game situation. But I think a lot of people assumed that that would mean that it was a launch game, and they specifically have said, like, no, it's coming, but it's not going to be a launch next gen yeah no i think they had said that initially as part of it it's like we're happy to be able to provide people with this when it is available yeah and i guess as of right now it's not going to be launch window um and then they also said that there's going to be just as many if not more dlc content than there was for witcher 3 which is substantial like witcher 3 had a lot of dlc yeah i even think it said like the size of it in terms of like what you'll be able to do in the DLC itself. It's not just like little mini missions and it's nothing like it'll be full fledged, right. like DLC. Yeah. Um, uh, Witcher. <laughs> yeah. Witcher three had uh, what they considered like two core DLC packs, which were like the big major ones um, that were like more story expansion, but it also had like tons of little uh, like uh, 
bonus DLCs, you know, costume yeah, packs and and all sorts of things like that. So yeah, it'll at least have two major story based DLCs, which is nice. Yeah, so I mean, I'm getting excited for this game. I don't know why it's all of a sudden giving me excitement, but like the well, more I see this, like, now, oh, this and... looks fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, I think the fact that it's closer and it's not just a like mirage that like this yeah. game exists it'll be out eventually yeah but now that we're seeing like more gameplay of it and like actual dates and stuff and it, it's it's getting me excited well and i feel like it's one of those things too where like given the way that we live our lives now like all you have to look forward to is new games because like you're not going to the movies anytime soon yeah. you know all you have to look forward to really is like what can i play what can i entertain myself with in my house and granted by the time this comes out this will all be done with um i say it hoping to put that out into the universe and make it so but uh i mean that that kind of like all you have to do is look forward to things now yeah and so i think that makes it more real (laughs) right just in general like i'm looking forward to being able to go out to dinner again like i'm looking forward to be able to go to the movies again i'm looking forward to games i can't wait to play like all i can do is look to the future because the present is so weird and wonky yeah so i think that's probably also it too yeah, I guess that's true. Has this changed at all for you, Joe? Are you like starting to get more hyped for the game? Nope, not at all. Is this still a game that you plan on getting, or is this still just like it's not really on your radar? It's not a high priority game for me. It's the kind of thing where like I will, I accept that I will probably get this because I'm assuming it will be like a culturally important game to play mm-hmm. in a way. Like it'll be the game of the time. Right. Uh, yeah, where everyone will be playing it. it. Yeah. 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 Um, like dead and all those things. Right. So. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like excited. Cyber, not just the cyberpunk series itself, but like the genre has never been anything that particularly tickled my fancy. Yeah. I, I never cared about Blade Runner, uh, uh, anything like that. Um, so, I mean, if the game turns out to be really good in terms of it just being a really fun game, which I'm expecting to, and I have faith in. Uh, CD Projekt Red, um, but it's not a priority game for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, like I've never played any of the CD Projekt games, so I have no basis to like go on in terms of like expectations for what this is going to be. Obviously, it's super hyped up in the game sphere, where like everyone's mm-hmm. very excited for it for the most part. But also, all of those people probably also played Witcher. I never played Witcher either. Like, this is going to be my first CD Projekt Red game, but I'm just excited because it just it, looks good. Yeah. Is it more the genre? Like, the, the... I'm not even a big cyberpunk fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I do like certain cyberpunk stuff, but, like, I'm not, I don't like Blade Runner. Like, it's a film buff. Even I think it's a boring movie, but, um, like, but I like Ghost in the Shell. So, like, some yeah. of it I do and some of it don't. Yeah. Like, um, this looks more, not, like colorally bright but like brighter than most cyberpunk stuff or it's like does. rain and black yeah like rain. a lot of stuff is like noir yeah not cyberpunk like this looks like cyberpunk like the future and like everything's like augmented stuff but it's not deus ex you know mm-hmm. so that's why i think i'm more excited to this it's more futuristic than it is cyberpunky that, yeah. that we know of as, as cyberpunk these yeah, it's days. like neo-futurism as opposed yeah to... exactly yeah okay. i like that so that's why I'm excited for it. And, like, I know that The Witcher 3 is great. It's not my aesthetic. I'm not a big fantasy person, like yeah. a fantasy person. Same. So it's just not my thing. But I know that it's great. Lots of people love it. So, like, I, the company has clout. Yeah. So this is now something that's more in my wheelhouse that I'll enjoy. And it just looks like a damn good game. Mm. 
Plus, Keanu Reeves is in it, so everyone's going to go out and buy it. He's a national treasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and it's good to see that they already have, you know, that play and support. And it, the announcement of it didn't backfire of, well, why isn't it in the real game or whatever? And I think everyone's kind of come to the conclusion that, guys, there's going to be DLC. It didn't fit into the real game. Stop it. <laughs> and I'm sure this is going to be another two-disc thing, too, as well. Probably. So, like... What are, we, what are you going to make it? Three discs? Like, come on, people. Yeah. And ultimately, if you if you hate the fact they're doing this DLC, just wait a year and buy it as the Game yeah, of the Year the edition, and you're going to be fine. Because this there will be a Game of the Year edition, because this will get Game of the Year awards from somebody. Oh, I'm sure. Um, even if it's not necessarily the big, you know, Game Awards or whatever you want to call the main... Well, IGN the, will give a Game of the Year. Somebody's going to give a Giant Game of the Year somewhere. Yeah, year. exactly. So uh, if you don't like it, you can just wait. But it's good that they're, you know already showing that this is going to be a thing that they're going to provide just as much content for as they have previous games. And it's not getting delayed, which is nice. Yeah. Well, further. Yeah. It's done. So they're just, you know, crossing their T's and dotting their I's or whatever digital version of that there. Yeah. Well, they'll be able to give the launch experience that everyone wants for (laughs) it. They'll be able to give everyone an augmented arm Yes. uh, for the launch experience. So that'll be good. Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, Stadia made news this week, uh, and uh, granted, we're probably going to stop talking about Stadia after this, um, <laughs> but uh, they've decided to help everybody out uh, who is stuck at home uh, by giving away uh, the ability to sign up for Stadia Pro for two months for free. There's no catch. There's no nothing. I mean, I think you have to put in a credit card. If if you don't cancel, then they charge you, but it's you don't have to have an invite, I don't think. You just have to sign up with your Gmail and you get uh, Stadia Pro free for two months. Yeah, you specifically have to have a Gmail account. Yeah, I mean, it's Google, so they're going to make you do that anyway. And most people do. Yeah. I mean, even if it's not their primary, it's super enough. It's super easy enough to sign up for. Uh, now, you guys are two people that have not experienced Stadia outside of that one time you watched me play for 10 minutes. Are either of you going to give it a shot? No. <laughs> I don't like- you're, it's it's free, but you still have to buy the games. Uh, no, as part of Pro, you will get the two months worth of games, whatever they announce them to be, for May and June or April and May or whatever. But what do we have right now? Uh, I still think everyone gets Destiny 2, Okay, I, think. I, I got that for free on the PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't even, I didn't even pay attention to what the April games were because I let mine lapse. Uh, the ones that are available... In April, or Destiny 2, the collection, Grid, Guilt, SteamWorld Dig 2, SteamWorld Quest, Hand of Gilgamesh, uh, and Thumper. None of these sound like anything I want to invest my time in. Well, I did, I did want to play Guilt. Yes. It's a rhythm game, too, right? It's, I, a, it's a rhythm racing game. I believe so. Something in that range. Uh, but Guilt is the one that is the Stadia exclusive, oh, the yeah, little girl the sneaking around girl. one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like the cartoony Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Oh, uh, Pro Free Games for April. Oh, Serious Sam as well. Hold on, let me see. There's a different article. Uh, Three new games have been announced. So here's April's 2020 title Serious Sam Collection. So Don't if you care. care. Yeah. A game called Splitlings. It's a bonkers four-player action game inspired by the simple graphics and gameplay of yesteryear. However, as you get to spit your teeth at each other uh, while you bounce around, there's more than a touch of modern lunacy to it as well. So it looks like a multiplayer game and stacks on stacks on stacks, which is a Stadia exclusive. Um, 
It's a 3D tower-building puzzle game with crazy graphics and situations. The concept is simple. Just place blocks on top of each other without them all toppling over. But it gets fiendishly difficult at times and has a just-one-more-go feel about it. So that's very much akin to the PlayStation 4 game. It's very much the same. Um, Joe, do you know what I'm talking about? There's one where it's like reverse Tetris where you're building up and you use towers and... There's like the lay, I forget what it's called. It's fun. I've played it. It was a PlayStation Plus game three Mm -hmm. years ago. Um, You build towers up? Yeah. And so, like, it's all about balance. Uh, Hold on, I'm Googling it now. Let's see if I can figure it out. Is it like Stack It? Tricky Towers. That's what it's called. Oh. It's like the Tetris pieces and they fall, and you just have to build up and stop the, and like build the tower up with Tetris pieces and stop it from falling over. But like the landscape is different and there's like different platforms and stuff. And some of the levels are you have to reach a certain height with your tower without it falling over. Some of them are you're racing against another person to build the tallest tower without it falling over. There's all kinds of different like challenges and stuff. It was quite a fun little game, but this kind of seems very much in the same uh, same vein. So are you guys now you're interested, Joe, in guilt. Are you going to sign up for the two month trial? Uh, I honestly I what what do you need to play? Can I use my PlayStation 4 controller yet? I don't know if you can use a PlayStation 4 controller yet. You can play it on your computer, regardless of what computer you have. It's just Chrome-based browser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, theoretically, I think you'd be able to use your PlayStation controller on the computer to play it. But again, I, I mean, like, I have the Stadia controller, so I don't... Yeah. I never had to think about it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I thought guilt looked interesting. I wanted to give it a try. If I can play it for free, uh, I will give it a try. If it's a hassle to set up, I won't bother. Uh, let's see. Can you use it on Stadia? When gaming on a phone, PC, or other device, you'll need a wired USB-C connection. For a non-Chromecast device, you need a Bluetooth controller, Stadia, including Xbox One and PS4 controllers, all of which will work wirelessly. Oh, okay. So... Seems to be, and this is, I'm looking at an article from December. So, uh, DualShock 4 to your Stadia phone. So, you can play it on the phone. Uh, you just, the option, you just hit the, like, put the PlayStation controller in Bluetooth mode and connect it. And that should work on the phone. Um, and then it should work on PC as well if you have a PC with Bluetooth. So, doesn't seem like it would be that difficult. Mm. So something worth looking into. And I this gets more people playing Stadia considering there is not a free tier as of yet. So and this isn't the free tier. No, uh, this is just a free invention. <laughs> this is two months of pro. Yeah. Um so I don't know, I might get it back and try to play some of my games now that I have something I bought something that can hold my phone instead of my hands. So oh, maybe yeah. I'll just lean on your couch or because you got the little arm thing, right? Yeah, it's like it goes around my neck. So yeah. it holds the phone right in front of my face. So that might work for it. So I might be more interested in playing Stadia now than I was when it first came out since I didn't have like a grip for the phone. But I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Might take advantage of it. Who knows? Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, we have pre-orders live now for a product that we uh, knew about uh, like a month or two ago. And uh, the official release date of... August 1st for the Lego Mario sets. Uh, do either of you care? No. Uh, I don't yeah, This, this know. question was always more for Joe anyway. Joe likes to spend money, so... Well, but Joe's also the Lego guy. Like um, Joe and Skip are our Lego fiends, more so than any of the rest uh, of us. 
I am an enthusiast. Uh, okay. I've seen your neighborhood. I'm calling you a fiend, and you're going to oh. like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I don't like these Lego sets. Or, I don't like what they've done with the Mario license for these Lego sets. Mm-hmm. I am not a fan of this weird board game-esque whatever playset thing that they're doing. I don't like the weird giant block Mario uh, figure thing that they got going on. Um, but I did look at some of these new sets that they've shown off the, like the expansion sets that go along with the core set that they have. Uh, and those are the ones where I look at those. I'm like, all right, like at least that's a cool looking Bowser thing that you can build. Like that's a cute little Bowser jr. Like I like the paratroopers and I like the PD piranhas that you can build Mm -hmm. Uh, the things that actually look like they would be part of a Mario Lego set. I like, um, and I kind of want to get those just to build those things and not build the like board that it is. Yeah. Uh, I would be fine with those, but then I also know that I won't ever get like a legit Mario or there's a good chance I won't get a legit Mario. Yeah. Uh, ultimately as cool as all of the other characters look, you still have that blocky computerized digital Mario. Yeah. With the coin chest, you know, question mark block Mouse chest icon thing too. So I don't know. I mean, granted, I know that they exist in the world, the like, you know, Chinese knockoff third party. Somebody created their own Mario minifigure that would probably go well with this on your display. But are you okay with having the knockoff Lego minifigure? I am not. Yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of person where if I see like the knockoff, you know, even if it's something that I want, if I go to a convention and they have the like shelf of all of the fan-made lego things even if it's something that i like i'm still very much like yeah but i'll always know it's a bootleg exactly and it will always bug me yeah i mean even in the even in the sense that like this is the only way you're ever going to get that mario it's still a tough like hurdle in your mind as a collector to be like oh yeah here's my mario lego set oh yeah and then there's this deformed freak over here that's not real (laughs) yeah I, i don't know um, you don't exist. Yeah, like you're you're not a real boy. You're not my real Mario. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like they do look really cool. Like that Bowser Castle is really cool looking. But uh, that's kind of where it ends for me in terms of what I like about it because the Mar- like the Mario's just bad. Yeah. And I know this was probably the only way that Lego was going to get the Mario license was by doing something other than just make Legos of Mario. Um, but damn, is it disappointing? Yep. Like the only thing that I can think of is that like, hopefully if say all of the other sets, not the core set, but the ones that's like the Bowser castle. So sells better than the core set, you know, just because people wanted a Bowser's castle, they're going to be able to look at those metrics and be like, oh, it looks like people just kind of want the sets, not this game. And maybe that'll convince them to make a standard Mario sets. Yeah. I think they may not be able to. Like, somebody must own the license to building Mario levels. Because remember, they have those figures that you could build that, like, create in a Mario level? Yeah, like the World of Nintendo. Yeah, so, like, maybe they're only allowed to put those out. And since this is technically a game and not a playset, like... Yeah. It's like also, the... didn't, didn't, like, Connects have the, like, Mario sets? 
I believe so. But again, I don't think they've made those in a long time. Yeah. Is Kinect even a company still? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they had the Mario Kart stuff. Oh, yeah, they had a whole world of it. So maybe Kinect owns the, the license for that kind of stuff then. Like, kind of like the Star Wars bobblehead instance. like. Yeah, yeah, because obviously, like, yeah, Star Wars, Pop's able to make Star Wars bobble, but they have to be bobbleheads because be Hasbro figures. has the figure rights. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking when they um, initially announced that, like, everything's going to be gamified and not a just Lego set. Yeah, I don't I don't even know when the last time it connects. Do you have any of these, Joe? These actually look really cool. Like, the minifigure from Mario's are pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, no, I actually never bought any of those. But I'm looking at them same as you are right now, going like, why did I never buy these? Yeah. Oh, like, I'm looking at like blind bag ones, going like, why the fuck did I never buy any of these blind bags at least? Yeah, I mean, these don't exist anymore, from what I can tell, in terms of like new. So it's possible that that license ran out and they just didn't re-up it, which is totally possible. Uh, I'm looking at the Super Mario Wiki now, just to see. Uh, so these started in 2011. And the last one was like Super Mario 3D World based, which was, what, several years ago, yeah? Yeah, Super Mario Deluxe. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, so, seeing, yeah. Uh, I'm seeing at least they have a uh, Mario... Um, what the fuck is the Mario like building game? Mario Maker? Oh, yeah, there's a Mario Maker Mario. <laughs> Couldn't think, oh, yeah. of, couldn't think of that. That's uh, the one where you make Mario? I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's got... But, yeah, but that Mario Maker 1 came out in, what, 2014, 2015, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty... That's older. Uh, I'm trying to... None of them say, like, when they came out. But... Oh, no, it looks... Uh, February 26, 2020, there's uh, blind bag sets, it looks like. Unless that's just when this picture was uploaded. Of like the new series of figures, so yeah, that could be it. That yeah, they might own the rights to making like buildable, collectible Mario things, whereas uh, they were able to sell the rights to like quasi board game things to Lego. Mm-hmm. It's the reason that like why pop Star Wars figures have to have a base, and why yeah. Marvel ones have to be a bobblehead because someone owns the rights to Mario figures but they own the rights to Mario bobbleheads or uh, yeah. Mar- Marvel bobbleheads. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's kind of a bummer. Although now, Joe, I can, I'm sorry to have introduced you to this. So they, cause now you're going to go back and buy all of these instead. I just, I know you and that's, what's going to happen. So I apologize for bringing this up at all. I'm already looking them up on Amazon. <laughs> There's a ton on eBay. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, ultimately would it be better to have the, the Lego? Yes. Um, but the other stuff is cool and who knows, like, I don't know the legalese of the licenses. If all of a sudden, like you said, the Bowser's castle set sells and the Piranha plant set sells and the, you know, the Koopa Troopa set sells and the starter pack doesn't as well. Maybe they revisit and go, you know what? We're getting more sales from the offshoot Mario Legos than we ever did from the Mario connects. Sorry, connects. We're not renewing your, thing unless you pay us gobs and gobs of money and lego's got super deep pockets i would assume and oh, we'll yeah. 
could swoop out from underneath them and maybe it's another five years that we'll have to wait for a standard mario lego set um but who who knows so yeah that is kind of a shame that it seems like that's the reason uh reason why uh all right lightning round uh still sticking with mario a little bit we've got a couple of mario crossovers uh for some new fashion things so if you're a fashion forward and want some mario stuff who can you buy clothes from John. Levi and Uniqlo uh, both have Mario uh, like themed clothing. Um, Uniqlo is a like Japanese uh, clothing company. We talked about them when they made Pokemon shirts mm-hmm. as well. Um, and the the winners stole their art or sold their art other ways, and so they canceled the whole thing. Um, but now you can buy uh, like Levi themed Super Mario stuff for the 35th anniversary, and Uniqlo has their own t-shirts and stuff like that um looks like most of the levi stuff has levi logos all over it so if you just want a levi logo with a mario hanging off of it you can get that um the unique low stuff is more um not pun intended but unique designs Mm -hmm. um when one of them is the like what we assume is printed inside of the manual for the first mario game yeah it's like (laughs) a five paragraph essay about why mario (laughs) is fighting the, the, the black magic of the Koopas. Yeah. Which I've never read that paragraph ever. I I remember them, like the block thing being brought up because people are like, oh yeah, Mari's like really a murderer. Like he's the villain of this whole thing. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the shirt explains that all of the people in the Mushroom Kingdom were turned into blocks or like inanimate objects or whatever. Right. Like the clouds have eyes and things, which yeah. I'd never, I'd never even heard that part of it before. Um, all Beauty and the Beast-like, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Some of them look cool. The Levi's ones I don't really dig. No. Uh, I'm also not like a jean jacket person, which like the, I think the coolest one was a jean jacket, but like I'm never going to wear that. No. Uh, the Uniqlo stuff definitely spoke more to me from just like a graphic tee perspective. Yeah. But you oh. can get those both on their their website right now. It didn't say they were limited. I know like Uniqlo keeps their stuff around for a long time. Yeah, I mean they are at least on the Uniqlo one. It is marketed as a Mario 35th anniversary like collaboration. Yeah. So that kind of implies that it's just a right now thing. But they but. did the same thing with Gundam and like those Gundam shirts are still available. So, um, and also their stuff tends to go on sale pretty quickly. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to spend $15 for a t-shirt, just wait. It's honestly isn't that bad. No, I mean, that's the kind of standard t-shirt price. These well, especially these for a, like a brand or something with a, um, like a logo that you know. Right. Not just a plain. Yeah. Whatever t-shirt. Mm-hmm. How about you, Joe? Are you going to get any of the clothing? I know you're so uh, fashion forward. No, I am the least fashion forward. I'm a plain white t-shirt kind of guy. Mm. I don't like wearing a lot of things that are very flashy and have like a ton of designs on them. Um, so I will pass on these. But I did bring up a PDF of the uh, manual mm-hmm. for Mario. Mm-hmm. And that is the first page of the manual. Gotcha. Nice. Is that a... It says object of the game slash game description. Oh, <laughs> Very go. specific, like yeah. a like a kid's like presentation for his class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much so. Um, all right, lightning round. Uh, this one's a little wonky, so you're gonna have to bear with us for a second because uh, it is more of a visual uh, situation, and we'll make sure to uh, put this up on Twitter. Um, but Joe, I want you to explain what the future gamer is, please. <laughs> Apparently, the, some the, study. yeah, the future gamer is a, a weird monstrosity of a human being. I mean, the current gamer is too, uh, if you read the internet. But 
so this uh what the hell was the name of the company that did this uh online casino.ca uh yeah uh canadian it's a canadian casino yeah online casino for the serious gambler why they were the ones to come out with this i have no idea uh but they came out with a um they, they did a study on like the effects that gaming has on the body and they put out their interpretation of what a average gamer will look like in 20 no, years avid gamer an avid gamer will look yeah, like in 20 years. Average. So a person that's a person that is extensively gaming. Yes. Uh, how the toll of gaming will take on their body, um, and they included such things as uh, Nintendo arthritis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation thumb, uh, blisters blisters on fingertips, trigger finger, first person shooter, uh, eczema, uh, round shoulders, uh, hairy ears. From a lack of air circulation. Uh, indented skull. <laughs> uh, from overuse of headphones. So yeah. so they uh, they have this little uh, image of a goblin man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clearly they, and... didn't, they didn't see the uh, PlayStation 5 controller as a built-in microphone, so you don't need the headset anymore. They, mm-hmm. didn't, they didn't factor that into their research, I don't think. Well, it has a microphone, but you can't, you'll still have to have the headphones to hear. Or, or just the TV could give you the sound that you need. Uh, you true. know how games work. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's just a really funny image. I think like I, I'm particularly, I like the fact that like they went with the uh, food stained, dirty t-shirt. That's three sizes too small on him just to yep. kind of hammer it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's wearing just like jaw, uh, drawstring shorts Uh He's got dark circles under the eyes from sleep deprivation, a hunched back. He's obese, uh, as you know, varicose veins, swollen ankles, the whole deal. Uh, they did. They part of the reason that they did this was that you know, as we talked about, the World Health Organization had uh, marked gaming addiction as an actual threat to human health, uh, and so part of the research that they did said that the average gamer spends six hours each week playing online video games, which is it doesn't seem like a lot per week. Um, but that's just online, so that doesn't account for like single player or anything like that. Uh, but it's still an increase of 19.3% in the last year. Uh, and UK gamers play the most, which is seven and a half, 7.15 hours per week. Um, spending up to 18 hours a day online for some people with a serious addiction. Um, so this has kind of taken that data into account to uh, to just create the absolute freakish golem that I'm staring at on my computer screen. Uh, I think this was also like a um, response to a company did this last year uh, for office workers. They like created an actual statue of a woman who was supposed to be an office worker for like 20 years now, like somebody who's been working in office for 20 years. And it was like a similar thing where like she's all hunched over and yeah. like her eyes are red from staring at a TV screen and stuff like that. She's obese and she has like no ankles and stuff like that. But like they created an actual figure and or like an actual statue and it's fucking freaky looking. Oh yeah, it's just everything. Like the head is almost like detached from the body because yeah. it just leans forward so much. Yeah, and like she's got uh, like no ankles and like her like her whole body is just like pretty much the same shape. Yeah, she she has cankles, but then she also has like cankles of the arm. So like she doesn't have a wrist. It's just like one tube shape from the shoulder to, right. to and they the were hand. saying like that's because the most active part of your body is going to be your hands and your fingers from typing and yeah. using the the mouse. The mouse, yeah. 
Um, but that's the first thing I thought of when I saw this. I was like, this had to be a, a response to this test thing. Yeah. The next I thought of, uh, I thought, did you ever see the, the human being designed to survive a car crash? <laughs> no. Uh, I feel like I did, but I don't really remember it. Uh, it, it was a similar kind of thing where it, well, it wasn't more of like, let's look at the effects of something. But it was like, if a human being was designed to survive a car crash, what would they look like? And they did the same thing where they like made a creepy looking statue of like the perfect, almost indestructible human being. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. No, Why is his head so big? Because it needs to be. To, it's like... designed to s- survive smashing into a yeah windshield more of it to protect the brain he's super probably um but lest you think this is just a cheap dig at gamers the the website also uh provides five tips for the avid gamer to stay uh fit and healthy number one is exercise so uh download fitness boxing (laughs) um making sure you take time to get up stretch exercise warm your muscles keep your joints lubricated uh preventing eye strain so avoiding glare from your screen by evenly lighting the room Remember to blink and also rest your eyes and take breaks in between games. How do you keep your joints lubricated? Just moving them around. Just get the blood flowing, you know. Get all that working. Stick a needle in there and just put some WD-40. I think it's probably also would help. Please please Um, don't do that. Yeah, I'm going to advise not to do that. That was a (laughs) joke that legal has said that I cannot say without clarifying it was a joke. Um, Healthy diet, always good. So no... Mountain Dew Game Fuel and Mountain Dew Doritos. Get those out of there. Uh, uh, no. Have you guys had the Mountain Dew Doritos? There's Mountain Dew Doritos? I feel like that's a thing that I did see was real. Unless that was an April Fool's Day joke and I just I just got hook, line, and sinker. I don't I don't really know. I'm double-checking now. Doritos. I mean, I imagine it's just going to be like Mountain Dew combination things. Uh, yeah, no. Dor- Mountain Dew flavored Doritos exist. Yes, they do. Boom. I was right. I knew things. Uh, so yeah, healthy diet, eating a poor diet can lead to malnourishment and reduce your mental and physical health, uh, improve your posture. Um, so save yourself from a horrible hunch by reminding yourself to sit properly and stretch, uh, and then hydrate. So again, no Mountain Dew game fuel. It's not really hydration. You want some water. Um, so H2O, very important. So those are five tips to help you not look like this hideous, horrible, uh, deformed, chained up in the basement style creature that is the future gamer. <laughs> the, the, the squished head thing is just the most ridiculous. Yeah, the first picture I saw of it when, when you mentioned it to us, Joe, in the, uh, in the pre-show kind of preparation was I saw the divot in the head from the side view. And I was like, ah, I wonder if that's from headphones. And sure enough, that's what it was. So it's creepy and it's weird. And hopefully none of us look like this in the future. Oh, the Mountain Dew Doritos only exist in Australia. Oh, there you go. If you can right. report that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it then for the uh, lightning round, not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Now, remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So you can see uh, the picture of the future gamer, which I'll put up there. Uh, you can let us know what your thoughts are on the PS5 DualSense controller, uh, what you think about the Resident Evil 8 leak, and whether or not uh, you want to see more of it that direction. If you want to go back to the remakes, what remakes do you want to see next from Resident Evil? Uh, what do you believe Silent Hill is, is going to be up to in 
future years? Are you getting more or less excited for Cyberpunk? Are you going to try out Stadia Pro for free? Or are you going to get any of the multitude of Mario products, Legos, clothing, or otherwise, that seem to be on the horizon for his birthday this year? Let us know on Facebook and Twitter, at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Wash your hands.